Our scripture for this morning comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 through chapter 6, verse 10. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. So we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, We urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, At an acceptable time I have listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. See now is the acceptable time. See now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way, through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love truthful speech and the power of God with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left in honor and dishonor in ill repute and good repute we are treated as impostors and yet we are true as unknown and yet are well known as dying and see we are alive as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing everything. Word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. Ambassador, That is a word that we don't use on a regular basis. Uh, We know about them, right? It is a more formal term for someone who represents a country or a cause before others. An ambassador uh, has the responsibility of speaking for and advocating for the well-being of those people they represent. If it is a country, they advocate for that country with other countries. If it is a company, they advocate for their company with other companies or other entities. And so an ambassador has all of these responsibilities. In an ideal world, an ambassador would work for both the good of those they represent and those that they are negotiating or dealing with. So they would try to find the best scenario, the best result, for both parts. The Greek word translated ambassador is presbeuo. And it means, it's a word that comes from the word that was used to determine a person that was in a position that required wisdom that of age and experience. So in other words, it was, it was a word that designated somebody who really had 
their stuff in order in terms of knowing what they needed to do. They had proven themselves through experience and they had gained wisdom because they were older. You would want an experienced and wise person to be your ambassador. You wouldn't want somebody just walking in that has no idea what's going on because you want that person to have these qualifications. That's why the word ambassador translated from that original Greek brings together these ideas of wisdom, authority, mission, experience that the Greek word really wants to convey. But as I said at the beginning, we just don't use that word on a regular basis in our lives, right? And so instead, we call people that are in these kinds of positions representatives or customer service reps. These are people that are basically representing a company or an entity and they're trying to resolve, for the most part, problems we've got. We basically reduce this position ambassador or person who really advocates for a company or for a country to a position that basically deals with problems. It's a position that deals with problems. You know, you don't call customer service unless you have an issue. Looking to represent a company is important because these companies need to be represented to the people that they're serving. We all have products, and if it wasn't for those customer service calls, there are things that we would not be able to resolve. But have you ever had a bad customer service experience? Anybody? And I get an amen? Yeah. You know, one of those calls when you, when you call and you ask the customer service person something, and they act like they have no idea what you're talking about or they can't help you, they have no power, their hands are tied, they have no ability to resolve your situation. You know, that's one of the worst and most powerless feelings that you can ever have. When they tell you, well, I don't know and I don't know what to do and I can't help you because you've just called for help. And they're basically saying, I can't help you. I have no power to help you, no resources to help you, no knowledge to help you. This points out the fact that everybody is not cut out to be a customer service representative. Because your job is literally to help the customer with service. And if you can't serve the customer, then you shouldn't be doing that job, right? This also points out the fact that an ambassador, like a customer service rep, has to have certain qualifications in order to be effective and to be able to do what they do. And in our scripture today, in many ways, Paul is laying out the job description of a Christian ambassador. He is telling us in our scripture what a Christian ambassador needs to have in order to represent Christ and what's interesting about this is it, it's not what you would expect in the qualifications. There isn't an age requirement for this position. You can be any age to represent Christ. It doesn't require prior experience. It doesn't even require you to understand everything about Jesus in order to represent him. And so in our scripture today, 
Paul is really going to tell us so what is required. What is it that we need in order to be able to be ambassadors for Christ? Because the other thing that he reveals is that we already are whether we know it or not. If we have accepted Jesus Christ, he says you are ambassadors for Christ. Well, if you're going to represent the company, you better know your stuff. You better know what they're about. You better know about their product line. You better know about what they offer and what they do and what they're known for. And you better have solutions to the common problems that people are going to face. You know, the FAQs, frequently asked questions. You got to know the answers to those things, right? Well, if, if God is going to make his appeal through us, then we better know and be familiar with Jesus Christ, his son. We have to know the great I am who was made flesh and dwelt among us in order to bring salvation into the world. We have to know him who is the righteousness of God. We have to know the light that came into the world. We have to know the bringer of peace. We have to know the one who had no sin and was made to be sin sake on the cross if you don't know Jesus if you don't know God the creator of the heavens and the earth if you don't know these things then you can't represent Jesus these are the basics that everybody that wants to represent Christ needs to know because you simply can't give what you don't have we've heard that phrase before right you can't tell something about something that you don't know anything about. So if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, how can you promote anybody else having a personal relationship with Jesus? If you don't have spiritual disciplines in your life, how can you tell others to have them? You have to have them as well. So this first requirement is that you are familiar with Jesus and God the Father and of course, Holy Spirit, which form the triune God. The second qualification we are told is that this position comes to us through grace. So before it goes to your head that you are an ambassador for Christ and you think you're all that, Paul wants you to understand that this is a gift from God, that you are able to represent Christ that this is something that God has allowed you to do through His power being manifested in you. And this is good because we didn't earn it, we don't deserve it, and we are given this as a gift. It means that every day when we go out to represent Christ, we literally lean on His power and His grace to be effective. And not necessarily on our own intelligence or our own abilities. God can use anyone who is willing to be used by him. The third qualification or stipulation is that if we are going to represent Jesus, then we have to be reconciled to God. We have to be on the same page as God. It sounds simple enough, right? 
But how many times have you called the customer service number and the person on the other line has no idea about that promotion you're trying to get or that product that you're asking about? They can't help you with your question. And finally, at some point, they break down and admit that their system is down and they can't connect to the home office to find the answer. I'm sorry, sir, our systems are down. You're going to have to call back later. They are not on the same page with their company. And so if we are going to represent God and we are representing Christ, then we have to make sure that we are staying reconciled with God and on the same page. He's like the parent company, no pun intended. And you have to stay in communication with it if you're going to be effective in your role as a representative of Jesus. You got to know what he has to offer the world. His forgiveness of sins, his salvation, his love, his mercy. You have to know about the power of the blood on the cross. You have to be able to tell people of the offering of grace in Jesus Christ that will receive anyone who will humble themselves to admit that they're a sinner. You have to be able to tell people that this is a limited time offer, that the days are counted when this world will pass away and that the time for salvation is now and that you can't buy this anywhere else, that it only comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. I mean, if you're going to be an ambassador for Christ, then you, by all means, have to be a Jesus user. You have to be familiar and using Jesus and his power and his grace in your own life. You must be practicing that righteousness. You must be talking and living out the words that he shared. Now, I want you to notice that Paul is not encouraging us to apply to a position of ambassador for Christ. He is saying that you accepted this position when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. When you said yes to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you said yes to representing him in the world, to representing him through your life, to being his rep everywhere you go so that people will know about Jesus as your Lord and Savior and so that they too can call him Lord and Savior. Who better to represent Jesus than sinners like us redeemed by grace who have experienced the goodness of God even in the most difficult of times. Who have seen God provide in times that were lean. Who have seen God be with us through illness or even death and sorrow. Who has brought us hope even in the most difficult of circumstances who better to represent jesus than somebody who understands that they can't do it alone that they need jesus in order to make it you know the best representatives out there are not the ones that go out and study the company extensively and and have all the head knowledge and the book knowledge the best representatives out there are those who really believe in the company and what it offers its customers. The ones that really buy into the company 
in terms of understanding that they have a good product, they have a good service, they have something good to offer, and they believe that everybody needs it. And you know how you identify those? They use their own company's products. You know, they use the same stuff that they're trying to get other people to use and help people to use. Now I'm going to brag on my Toyota dealership. From the time you drive in to the service bay, they make sure you understand that they are there to serve you. That they are there to make sure that by the time your visit is over, whatever issue or problem you have in your car is completely resolved. And they, they will do everything within their power to make things right for you. Now, it's not going to be cheap. It's a dealership. But by the time you leave, you feel like you have been served. You feel like they really knew what they were doing. And if you talk to these employees, you realize that they really believe vehicle and if you drive over to the parking lot where the employees park guess what you find Camrys Corollas Siennas all Toyotas when we were going to shop for a vehicle I was surprised because in the dealerships of other dealerships you would find a variety in the Toyota dealership I found all these Toyotas in the parking lot of the employees they know they have a good product and they believe in it and they are able to service it because of it. Can we say the same about us and Jesus? Do we know how good Jesus is in our own lives, in our own experience, in our own struggles so that we can tell others about him? Do people know we are followers of Jesus without us having to say anything? Or does it require us really making an effort for people to be able to, to know that we follow Jesus? You know, God is making his appeal through us. He is trying to reach others through us. And he can only do that if we are passionate about Jesus Christ and live our lives in ways that show that we really love him and know him. Paul said, don't put any obstacles in anyone's way. You're out there to be a servant of God, not a gatekeeper. You're out there to spread the grace and the love of Jesus Christ and the offering of salvation that is free. We don't charge for this. This is free. Jesus already paid the price. Continue to commend yourselves to God, he says, as representatives of Christ, as ambassadors of Jesus. And if you read Paul's description of these Christian ambassadors, you get the idea that these ambassadors are to be more than service. You know the postal service motto, neither rain nor snow nor sleet nor hail shall keep the postmen from their appointed rounds. That's their motto. Well, guess what? When it comes to being a Christian ambassador, Paul has a longer list. He said, 
not afflictions, not hardships, not calamities, not beatings, not imprisonments, not riots, not labors, no sleepless nights or hunger or other difficulties shall keep you from sharing Jesus Christ with the world. Nothing shall keep you from continuing to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he tells you how to do it. He says you're going to do this through purity, through knowledge, through patience, through kindness, through holiness of spirit, in genuine love. He says you're going to do this with truthful speech and through the power of God. In other words, it's your power, it's not by your wisdom, it's not even by your own patience. It's all coming as a gift from God through you to others. And he said, arm yourself with righteousness on the right hand and the left. And he said, it doesn't matter whether you're in honor or dishonor, in ill repute or good repute, whether people like you or don't like you is not the important thing, whether people approve of you or don't approve of you is not the important thing. What's important is that the Heavenly Father who is above looks upon you and says, there is someone who is sharing Jesus Christ with the world. And that someone is being an ambassador for Christ. Paul tells us some people are going to treat us badly if we do this. He says they're going to treat you as if you were imposters, even though you're sharing the truth. Some are going to treat you like you don't know what you're talking about, even though you've got the answer in Jesus Christ. Some are going to treat you like you're dying, even though you are the ones that have discovered eternal life in Him. Sometimes you will be punished, but you will not be killed. Because your faith is in life eternal in Jesus Christ. And at times you will be treated as sorrowful, even though you're always rejoicing in the Lord. And some will think that you are the poorest of poor, when the fact is that you are richer than all of them, because you know the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He says, you're going to be like you thing, but you have everything. Because if you have Jesus, the rest of it doesn't matter. You can't take any of it with you anyway. We all know that. The rest of it doesn't matter. What Paul is getting at is that often being a representative for Jesus Christ can be a thankless job among people. They might think of you as being too nosy and getting in their business or saying things they don't want to hear. At times they might mistreat you for being a representative of Jesus because you carry your Bible or you're always listening to Christian music and they think it's corny or cheesy. You know, these, these customer service reps on the phone, they, they don't always get treated the best way. A lot of times people are, are mean and hard on them. And if you think they're mean and hard on company representatives, I can guarantee you there's people out there that are also mean to Christians who are trying to share Jesus Christ. What Paul was saying is you will be mistreated but don't let that deter you from being an ambassador for Christ. 
Because you have known the grace and the love and the promise of salvation in Christ. And nothing should keep you from telling others about that. What Paul is basically saying is be sold out for Jesus. Believe in him with all your heart, life, and soul so that others will actually encounter Jesus in you and so that God can continue to make his appeal through you and more people will come to be saved in Jesus Christ. As I prepared this sermon and as I thought about this, I thought about one of the most comforting thoughts that came to my mind from this scripture and the illustration that I have put together to try to bring it forth. And it is that, thank goodness, we are not the last line of defense in the customer service of the kingdom of God. Because when you can't handle something that comes your way, you do what all of us do when a customer service representative can't solve the problem. We ask for the supervisor. And let me tell you, when you can't solve somebody's issue or problem, when you can't, when you feel like you are not enough, help them, even with your understanding of Jesus, even with everything that you do in prayer, even with what you do in your counseling, there's a heavenly father out there that is ready for you to refer the matter up in prayer and say, come, it's time for you to do something in this person's life and you can lift them up before the throne of God and God himself will deal in that person's life. Praise God that it doesn't depend on me alone, but that Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit and God the Father, is able to intervene and be there serve those I can't I pray that you keep representing Jesus every day and just remember don't be afraid to refer matters up to the Father let us pray Heavenly Father I just thank you I thank you for this encouragement from Paul as we are ambassadors for Christ help us to be the best representatives of Jesus in the world that our lives will be lived in righteousness, that our words will be measured in kindness and love, that we will continue to be about your word every single day. Help us, Lord, to know that you are always there with us and that you're never far away. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.